I, I finished the first season of White Lotus. If anybody watched oh, yeah. White Lotus, I met the editor last night. Really? Yeah. Oh my great. god, that's pretty it cool. It's incredible. It's incredibly depressing. Oh yeah. It, oh it's awesome. like, yeah. Succession is really fun to watch because you like yeah. get into all the intrigue and bullshit. White Lotus yeah. just makes me fucking sad. Uh, see, and season two, because <laughs> it's like hopeless. Season two is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, really? It's, it oh. gets even. Oh god. I think that the season one is more of a bum, bummer than I two, okay. but I haven't watched a finale of two. Two, two feels like, um, like it's reveling in the shittiness of rich, high status rich people. people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas the first season, you're just because there's so many characters that you have hope for and not except like one of them gets out and that's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. Besides that, like it's just a huge knife twist. Like, Oh, like this ended where nobody did any growth except for right. one person. And even that and all- kid is like still kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's only able to do what he's doing because he's a rich kid. Yeah, exactly. Like he can get away with, fucking off to Hawaii because he's a rich he's kid. A yeah, rich he's kid. super rich. Yeah. Which I, lo- I love that storyline. That was the only like little light that I was like, oh, yeah. I'm glad that that kid found nature. But you know he's going to be like a weird white like yeah. Chet Hanks like appropriating are Hawaiian you, culture kind of guy. Uh, Dylan, are yeah. you watching the current season of Survivor? No, no. There's a person on this season named Cody who uh-huh. is like a professional surfer, and it's uh-huh. that's that guy to a T. And that's is he a, is oh he God. one of the villains? I saw something on Twitter that was like, no, he's not. A, but he has okay. a tattoo on his ass that says "Livin" L I V I N. It's like that kind of guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, incredible! Oh my God! Uh, uh, did uh. Well, that's. I love that we've started off the our conversation with two different, different shows. shows. Yeah, of course. Well, we got to catch up on what everyone's watching because it's Voyager month. So you know, what what else? What else are we going to talk about? This is coming, and this is going to come out in like three weeks at this point because I think we haven't released the other episode. I think that's true. Really? Oh well. <laughs> um. So, but I wanted to talk. I just wanted to say that. We'll know at this point who won the World Cup, but I'm excited for my my France boys. Your France my French boys. boys. That that was a. I watched that game yesterday, and it was it was a good game. Quite a game. England really just bungled it big time. Yeah, I like they played better for ninety percent of the game. Yeah, but France just took advantage of the few chances that they had because like France was fouling like crazy. That Mbappe was not a factor. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, but yeah, Sports ball. at the end of the day. Sports ball. Sports ball. Sports ball indeed. You know how it is. Okay. I mean, that's that's all. We, we, we've chatted about some things. I'm, re- I'm really excited to talk about this episode. Me too. This I'm, was actually a banger of an episode. I really like this. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad. I love this episode. Um, I love it. More I, stuff like I pitched this. it as a Christmas episode. I think I was Nailed on it. ketamine when I when I read it <laughs> because watching it back there was nothing Christmassy about it and Mark was in a deep hole. I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, I guess I just don't understand uh, what what I was thinking um, <laughs> when I pitched this as a Christmas episode. <laughs> well, the episode that we watched for those who don't know, it's called Darkling. It's very spooky. Uh, and it originally aired on 
September, <laughs> February. COVID has really got to my September. brain, guys. I can't read anymore. Uh, February nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. It's Voyager season three, episode one hundred and eighty one. Okay, eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> 181. <laughs> That's what I it feels it. like. We're on episode like 181 of Voyager like in a row. <laughs> it does feel that way. I mean, the last week we did at season three, episode 21. We're just horrible at ordering this. Yeah, because this once again, this does feel like a. They looked at the syllab. The Voyager writers looked at the syllabus and realized they had to make like a minimum of seven cast episodes. And so like, uh, what about one where she falls in love with the fuckboy? And the studio, the studio was like, we paid for this goddamn Paxow Resort, so there was yeah. no reason to have this take place at the Paxow Resort. But they were like, I we paid it. for it. We're using it, baby. We're using it for your your doctor's uh, growth. And so oh, it's like, so good. Okay, that's where we're it's gonna have it. So good. <laughs> oh, good lord. <clears throat> um, should we do the thing? Yeah, I, I. Sorry, usually somebody does. The it's thing. usually Dylan. You usually do the it's thing. It, it's usually me. Oh, Dylan okay. or Darius. Um, <clears throat> Dylan's recovering from COVID, yeah, so you have to. I had you have COVID. To him. Okay. Yeah, he did. yeah, I had the COVID. Uh, He's got metal mouth. I right got metal. Now. I got Paxlovid mouth. Is what they call it. Metal mouth. Which I at first I thought I was having a stroke uh, for about five minutes, and then I was like, <laughs> No, I'm good. I think I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna die. Um. Okay, so just put pack your go bag. Pack your go bag. Yeah, pack your go bag. Um, it uh, take a deep breath and try to get in touch with your inner demons and face them and see how they're doing so that they aren't suppressed and don't come out in a weird way before you uh before you come with us. <laughs> On our track. You believe these simulations to be this real? Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Now that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. I got nothing, guys. Okay, okay that's your yeah. brain COVID fog. Kills is, me. You can't do the seatbelt fit anymore. You can't do the seatbelt fit anymore. <laughs> we didn't talk about meaningless bullshit for 30 minutes beforehand, it's so true. I didn't have anything to go off of. Yeah, nothing, nothing to jump, to jump off. Of. I think I'm just yeah. still depressed from White Lotus. I keep thinking about how sad all yeah. those people are. So we went to this editor's party thing last night and Mm -hmm. I met this couple and when you meet gay Trekkies in the wild, Uh you have to feel (laughs) them out. And you're like, so you you like test what kind of Trek. Well, and you're you? like, you don't want to be like, well, I know more about Trek than you. Like, you don't want to be like those kinds of people. So you like feel yeah. out like, okay, what's your kind of level of Trek knowledge, whatever. And these were also like, these are like 
renowned editors. One of them like works on Euphoria and stuff. Like these are like big big names. So I don't want to be like yeah. an asshole. I'm I'm like literally like arm candy there. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not an editor. I don't have anything. I'm like oh yeah. I, I, I literally I like it's like he was like hi I'm Samuel I work on this thing and I'm like hi I'm Samuel's husband. Like that's literally how I introduce myself all night. Um, and so. And so, um, the one was like, the one was like, oh, well, we're going on the Star Trek cruise going out of LA. There's a Star Trek cruise? Yeah. And in (laughs) February. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And he goes, yeah, it's our fourth, our fourth Star Trek cruise. And I was like, oh, I've not been on any Star Trek cruises. And he goes, oh, so like, are you just like kind of a fan or, and I was like, Okay, be careful now. What? And so and so I was like, oh, who's going to be on it? And he goes, well, Kate Mulgrew is going to be heading it up and Jonathan Frakes is going to be there. And I said, oh, do you have a list of everybody who's on the who's going to be on the cruise? And he goes, yeah, yeah. So he pulls it up on his phone and he hands it to me. And so I, I start going down the list and I go, Casey Biggs is going to be there. And he goes, you know who Casey Biggs is? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, leg it to Mar. And he goes, all right, you're a real fan. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like getting excited about oh yeah damar and he was like a guy on one episode of enterprise wait okay so there's a there's a star trek cruise where they get all the people on the ship and they just have to hang out with fans for like a week it's basically like a a, like a week-long convention at sea whoa and and they just party it's supposed to be a blast it's supposed to be a ton of fun um and it's expensive it's very expensive it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, there's like a reason a i haven't been on the star trek cruise <laughs> yeah. and it's not because i'm not big enough fan <laughs> i right. i was gonna say mark you were probably this close from being like you know cruises are fucked up right <laughs> just like <laughs> just, 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 just like pouring stuff like into the ocean. people's day <laughs> I was like, say hi to Casey Biggs for me. Uh, I, <laughs> Whenever anyone mentions a cruise, that immediately pops into my head. I'm like, all right, how much do I like this person? Do I like this person a lot or do I not like them? Because I will destroy their cruise if I don't like them. <laughs> you have like a, a, a trigger button yeah. for cruises. <laughs> yeah, but but there was like, no there was happiness. a list of like 25 Trek people that were going to be there. Like, Jeffrey Combs is going to be there. Like Hell yeah. Chase Masterson. Like, the, I mean, there's like people, Trek people go on these cruises. Like That's I said, Kate fun. Mulgrew and Jonathan Frakes were like headlining it. Um, but yeah. And it's yeah, basically we, just a party, like a week long party. We got to get on that ship somehow. <laughs> the way you, you described that it was like i i envisioned a hundred percent of like yeah let's find a way we'll you'll get a job working. it's like the it's always sunny crew like we gotta get on that ship we gotta get on that ship <laughs> we gotta yeah. get on the boat <laughs> that was my thought is being stowaways on the star yeah. trek cruise <laughs> by the way i saw your tweets mark about it's always sunny and um you're right like that show especially the first couple seasons Re- like really yeah. pushes things. Um, and I think the only reason that it still works in a way is because the characters are unabashedly bad people. So it's never, it's never actually condoning right, never. what they say, but it's, it's one of those things where like if the wrong person watches it and doesn't, isn't smart That's enough to understand worst, that the worst like, of society. Oh, it's funny. I being get trend- so frustrated when people are like, yeah. this show could never be made today. Because my immediate reaction is like, Always Sunny is still on the air. It's still being made today. It's still yeah. being made today. 
You, you can't say that. That show is like one of the most offensive shows you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Well, one of the brilliant things about it is like now we're at a part in the cycle and Mark, I don't know how Season far four. you are, but like they're addressing stuff from the first couple yeah. seasons and like characters are being like reinvented right. through the, le- it's really yeah. interesting. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think, I, th- I mean, there are some episodes of, of it's always sunny where they do Multiple. blackface. There's two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> and it's fucked. It's yeah. it's uh, the lethal weapon it, episodes, but also fuck. It's a yeah. lethal weapon episodes, and they're trying. They're debating whether it's more offensive to get the face, the black face, or doing <laughs> oh a black God. voice. <laughs> and then at one point, he gets in the shower with all the makeup on, and it just completely comes off. And he's like, "Okay, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be this guy now." They like switch roles. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah. It's really fucked. Anyways, it's great. Uh, it's always sunny in space. It's okay. um, <laughs> a pitch. Start once Star Trek runs out of like legit ideas, mm-hmm. uh, they'll do that. It's basically, lower decks. Yeah, the writer of this episode, was Joe, Joe Manaski, Joey jo- Joey Manaski. It was directed by Alex mm. Singer, and the music was by our favorite Canadian composer, Paul Bergeron. Oh. Paul's been getting a little, little more action recently. A little, a little more, more <laughs> action. his name a little bit more. Paul Battlejean. Uh, do you want to do, do a little uh, round, round robin? Let's recap it, baby. Explanation? Let's recap this recap? friggin' frickin' episode. Let's do Mark okay. Dillon. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. Okay. Mark, whenever you're ready. So they're in this planet um, and this guy's describing some like crazy white whale story to Janeway and Janeway's like enthralled. And then Kes walks up with this rando and she's like, we've been exploring. Oh, this is great. And the guy's like, his stories he's telling you are bullshit. And they, um, the, then they, you're, eh. um, <clears throat> so that happens. And uh, throughout the course of the episode, uh, Kes falls in love falls in love with the fucking asshole who was like your story's fucking fake and uh, the doctor also is like putting a bunch of subroutines into his brain like Gandhi and like a bunch of other people because he wants to be different uh, but then that kind of starts to go wrong <laughs> go wrong because uh, apparently the subroutines have all the aspects of their personalities and because all these philosophers and great people have darker sides they express themselves to the doctor so he starts being all weird and like paralyzing Balana and stuff anyways they're able to like transport it out of him and uh Kes does probably bang that guy (laughs) (laughs) yes also Kes there's moments in this where Kes is like falling in love and everyone's like what is wrong with you why are you falling in love stop he's just a rebound girl he's just a rebound this is just you getting over Neelix I I have yeah. to comment though that first scene, Mark, when this guy is just telling this really fun ass story, and this guy walks up and is like, "This guy's a lying piece of shit." I was like, "Fuck you, man! It was a good story." He's what just is a bar owner. I, I, he, he's like, "I'm just vibing, man. I'm just having some fun talking about moonquakes he's and like, moon uh, monsters." I've been to that region of space. There's nothing there, and it's like, "Shut the fuck up! Who Such the hell a are you?" Buzzkill. <laughs> If it would be somewhere like going like, yeah, I've been to Egypt and uh, there were no I don't know sphinxes what you're or about. Anubis. <laughs> like, you're kind of crazy. It's like, 
Well, I'm talking about myth. Like, just I'm talking about story, just fun, damn. like, tavern I'm stories, who, bro. Like, writing this episode, sorry, not who, I know who. Joe Manowski was like, this guy's actually really cool. The way I'm going to introduce him is by interrupting a very cool story uh, and being the actually yeah. guy and yeah. just ruining everything. <laughs> This happens a this lot to Jane Wade too, where she's like having a conversation with somebody and somebody butts in and is like, no, <laughs> and she's like, I was just, yeah. I was letting him have some fun. She's like, I like silly space stories. I'm an exploring lady. Let me, I'll hear the silly There's space stories. There's nothing wrong with what that man was doing. He, I honestly felt sorry <laughs> for that guy. He was getting bullied. <laughs> I know, and the freaking Zahir, who's the name of like the four season bad guy of Legend yeah. of Korra, right? Yeah, yeah, he that is. Mark? Yeah, I kept thinking, it's like, why does Zahir sound so familiar? He just season three, three, he's season, the one who can me. fly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the coolest one. Uh, and he just comes in and he's like big dogging him. He's like, uh, <laughs> oh, this guy, check this out, Kess. Kess, check this out. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking tell this. Hey, your stories aren't real about moonquakes. <laughs> Mina- it's like, yeah. Minowski's I mean, like, this is how yeah. I impress my girlfriend. Yeah. And and Kes is like, wow. Wow. I'm so impressed. Wow's here. Let's go nice. exploring. He's such a buzzkill. <laughs> He's such a buzzkill. I mean, he, <laughs> he is the opposite of Neelix. Like, Neelix would be like, very interesting. Tell me more about the moon monster. And she's like, I want somebody who's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's definitely a rebound then. Because, yeah, Neelix would want to know yeah. all about yeah. it. And this dude just like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, sorry. I just say it. I just tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah. I just tell it like he's it is. Tell it like it is, guy. Well, and then uh, uh, apart from that, he for the rest of the episode, he's just boring as fuck. There's like so nothing boring. about him. <laughs> we got to describe what these guys okay. look like. They, it's they <sighs> look like Bajorans. They have the nose. It's it's just the nose. Mm-hmm. I I thought the first scene was the holodeck. At first, because I'm like, is this about, is this a holodeck scene where they're with Bajorans when they had, didn't have space flight and it's like exploring like Bajoran myth and stuff? It's like, no, this is just a Bajoran nose ridge yeah. without the earring. And the people are called the McCall. I, it's Which crazy. It's nuts. spelled differently, but I didn't, I don't remember this episode. I promise I didn't steal it, but. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't How think that you did. You? It's just. The. But you, yeah, we I do guess, have to change yeah. your name now legally. Uh, so yeah, there's something about the writing of these types of characters, like when when the men who write these episodes, when they write the women for the men characters to fall in love with, you get super dynamic characters like Vosh or Cassidy Yates, where it's like, oh, yeah, they, these yeah. Cool but ladies. when they yeah. write the men for the women to fall in love with, so it's boring. these boring milk toast ass men. Yeah, the most boring man to ever be a love interest is Vedic Burial on Ugh. stupid DS Nine for Kira, and he's in like three seasons, and he's so boring. And it's this is space traveler Vedic Burial. He's there's nothing. This man is nothing. He's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's strange and, uh, and you just like I, I think I wrote at one point it's like so what does Kess see in this guy that he is tall like is, he has a is, ship is that it <laughs> like, <laughs> he has a ship he could run away uh, I love that she gets home at 3am and everybody's Dude, in her fucking yeah, business what the about fuck? it <laughs> everyone's awake <laughs> 
like even the transporter. I mean, it makes sense with different shifts, but the transporter chief gives her like stink eye and like she goes, okay, she's like, imagine look. walk of shame. Oh yeah, been um, there. Oh, Star Trek walk of shame on the Enterprise would be <laughs> fucked. Just like oh. wow, that away mission was. Um, the rest imagine long. The, the rest of the away team got home four hours ago. Where have you been? Where hmm? have you been? Get lost down there. Just like I don't. They're, they're, she's just laying in bed with this guy. And he's like, I really don't want to go back to the ship. Why? I'm just gonna. The guy, the transporter guy, is gonna judge the, the shit out of me. You, you can't transport without somebody being there. And they just judge yeah. you whenever you come back, like because they know that you boned, and it's <laughs> frustrating. Right. It's like, uh, why do we need to? Can't they just beam me from anywhere? Anywhere? Why? Why are we walking back to the dig site for you to beam out? Because like, if they beam me out from your house, then they'll know I was. At they your can house. tell it's where I was. Whole, it'll be like, oh, what I just are you don't there? Want them to yeah, know. It's just, it's... I don't have to explain anything. <laughs> <laughs> Two boxes and be like, Cass, where have you been? And she's like, you have a you have homework due tomorrow. <laughs> if everyone <laughs> and then Janeway's like pulling an all nighter, and she's like, you you got banged out last night. Been there. Out? <laughs> <laughs> if if I was Kaz, like, I'd, I'd literally just be like, "Everybody needs to leave me the fuck alone." What are you people doing? <laughs> I I needed a moment. She almost says it at one point, but she she's like, she just needs to be like, "I'm yeah, three years old. She does leave me that. alone. Leave me." <laughs> she said, "Like I'm three years old. I'm looking to explore <laughs> leave me more. alone." <laughs> like, she's like, like I'm three years old. I'm my leave own person. I can bang who I want. <laughs> oh my god. I really did like that scene with Kess and Janeway, though, where she's like, I've been through a third of my life, and I don't know if I can stay here for the rest of my life. And Janeway, like, nods. She's like, I didn't even thought about it that way. Yeah. That's yeah, the point. Makes sense like, to I me. I my you. whole life on fucking Voyager. Ugh. God. <laughs> with a bunch of weird Doing the same incels. thing every <laughs> single day for the rest of my life. Every I don't, day. I think it's underestimated how insane I would go on a spaceship like that. Like, I couldn't oh, yeah. spend six days in my room by myself. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, we've all seen, we've all experienced what it's like to be confined to For a small. Two years of lockdown, space. yeah, or a year and a half Fuck. of lockdown. Fuck that! Oh my god! Yeah, you would, you would start hating. <laughs> I mean, I know that our we are programmed to hang out in groups that top off at 150 people. So Voyager has the exact is right that, amount of is people that a for thing? that. Yeah, we're programmed to like network through 150. Like we're able to know kind of everything that's going on in 150 people's really? lives. Where that's yeah. So like even very large companies, the ones that do better are the ones that silo in like mm. 150 person huh. teams and stuff like that. So um, because you're able again, like our brains are able to keep track of like oh yeah, like Dylan hangs out with these people. This is like the person that Dylan is dating. Mark is, does this, and it, you're able to do that. But more than that, and our brains are just, just like, I don't know, uh, there's a whole part of the <laughs> sure. world that I don't okay. understand. Yeah. So, um, but I do think that you would end up just hating <laughs> everybody is what <laughs> I was getting at. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this well, like, fucking There's guy. that episode okay. of Voyager, like the... The problem children episode where the guy was like, I was supposed to be on Voyager for six months before taking up a post at like a research facility. And then I'm just like stuck here right. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. 
Like how many people are just like, I just got to do six months of spaceship work and I can go right. to a space station and then I'll be good. Or it's like, I'm transferring. Like I, I was scheduled to transfer yeah. to enterprise. Uh, I, the thought of that is here. horrifying. I'm I don't need like, <laughs> Yeah. I like to imagine the transporter guy is the guy who gets shit on the most. Cause yeah. like people come back and are always like, dude, shut the fuck up. And he's like, I didn't say anything. I can feel anything. you looking at me. Look away. It's like, I'm not like, I look, you don't get a job as a transporter guy. And uh, you know, like you can't keep that job if you're, if you're a motor mouth or if you, if you like yeah, you gotta- lips, sink ships, you know, <laughs> like, Hey, uh, Hey, uh, 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 bro, can you, can you tell me something? Did you see? He's like, look, I can't tell you anything, man. I, I don't get involved with this kind of thing anymore. Uh, all I know is just look at the logs. You can look at the, you can look at the logs. Literally cannot I'm say not anything. saying anything. <laughs> They're all up in everyone's business. Everyone who needs to get off yeah. the ship. <laughs> look at the logs, bro. That's all I okay. can say. There are three. Pe- there are three people in the buffer. There were three people in the buffer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there were three people in the buffer. I can't tell you. I don't you know any what they were doing. That. I can't say anything else. What happens okay. in the buffer stays in the buffer. Stays in the buffer. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying people were having sex in the buffer? I'm not saying anything. People chase their anything. thrills. How they chase their thrills. I'm just here <laughs> to do the little thing with my hands, moving it up and down with my hands. I get the coordinates. I. I modulate it. I add more power if I need to. <laughs> nobody nobody dies in a transporter room. That's my job. My job is nobody Imagine, dies in a transporter I mean, especially on like year six or whatever. People coming in and being like, hey man, could you like not tell anyone, but like we're gonna fuck and could you like we wanna fuck in the in the thing. We wanna fuck in the buffer. It's He's like, like, I don't, I don't need to know that. that. You guys just you do what you need to that. do. Just I'll get on the pad. I'll I'll move my hand like I always do. Just get on the pad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like look now that you've told me that i need a tip or something like you got, he you goes he goes up. from being like just another transporter guy to like the coolest guy in the ship <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> oh it's all good man we'll use transporter three he's the guy uh, yeah my lieutenant williams there. is there he's yeah, just he's like the, the man yeah, he's awesome He's, he's the man. He's so fucking chill about that kind of thing. Janeway's like at, at like a whole ship meeting. Like, have people been having sex in the buffer? I feel like. Why was there a line <laughs> outside of transporter room three? Yeah. It's like All a club. Yeah, it's like a club. <laughs> There's like a bouncer outside. Like, hey, uh, you, right. you're not on the list. You can't go into. You yeah, can't yeah. go into transporter room three. There's like, like there's different ways of doing the buffer that feel a little bit more pleasurable. Like, hey, give me number two. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like how much consciousness you have. Uh, because apparently, like time within the buffer is like ten times longer or something. There's an Enterprise episode oh that God. deals with this, but like if you don't like if you don't properly calibrate it, it feels like you're just in, right, your consciousness right. is in there for like days. <laughs> and Isn't, it's like doesn't Hoshi get stuck in there? Doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hoshi oh gets stuck God. in it, and, and and when she finally beams on the pad, they're like, "You were just there for yeah. seven seconds," <laughs> but it felt like days for her. Uh, so yeah, people probably would be like, I yep. want that experience. I want <laughs> me and my girlfriend to get stuck in the buffer. Give us, for give us two hours. Give us like give eight us or nine give seconds. Us two hours. Yeah. Oh shit. Two yeah. hours is like six months. Yeah. Give us six months of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Maybe that's how like the Voyager crew doesn't kill each other. They just like go on vacation <laughs> in the buffer for a while. You need buffer, buffer time, time, buddy. You need buffer um, time. Speaking of uh, sexuality, the doctor sexually harassing people is one of the weirdest turns in Trek. His seen. his delivery of "Have you been naughty?" Oh. I was laughing so hard. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> It's like I told you not to eat vegetation. The vegetation. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> naughty? Naughty. I re- I like kind of. Che- I looked at my phone before that scene happened, and I I didn't register that he'd like turned into another person. So when I heard that, my brain was under the assumption that it was still the doctor, and I was like, "Bro, what?" That was uh, still the doctor. That was still the doctor. So oh, you're right. Okay, that okay. was when he hit, he was putting on the subroutines. And, and that's right. That's, that's when right. Bellana was like, you can't be doing this. You can't just be messing with your <laughs> you program. Be, yeah. And it, she's like, there could be unintended consequences. And he had his hand on her knee. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, ooh, no, not okay. Ooh, not okay. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. And then, of course, it all it happens yep. as Bellana foretold. So uh, apparently, Picardo was cho- like they. Okay, I have to. I have to read this. <laughs> Picardo's pet theory is that when Brandon Braga found out I played Eddie Quist in The Howling, what he decided to write a scary doctor episode because The Howling is one of his favorite movies. He didn't know that I played that role, so when he found that out, he decided to do sort of a return of Eddie Quist in the context of Voyager. That's just a theory. Uh, So apparently it was unrelated to the genesis of the episode, but what we get from this is that Robert Picardo is in a 1981 scary, he plays a psychopathic werewolf. I've been meaning to watch this movie. And Dylan, this is what I want to talk about because this sounds like right up your alley. I've been meaning to see the howling forever. He's the guy. He's the bad guy. I I have to watch it today. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit. It's right up your alley. Well, um, I will be watching the howling today. Finally. After years and years of wanting to, um, I actually think that they're doing a screening of it somewhere. No way. If there's a screening of it, I want to go to the uh, screening. Oh, no. I think it was last week. Boo. Boo. Wait. It was on the 10th. It was literally yesterday. You're kidding. It was literally, literally yesterday. yesterday. We could have been <gasps> seeing the howling. I was howling. sick. I, I still had COVID yesterday, so I wouldn't yeah. have been able to sure. go. It was yesterday. Son of a bitch. That's nuts, though. What a yeah. coincidence. Um, or, or well-picked, Mark. I know that this well was picked. just you just intentionally. Just trying to spoil things. Uh, you know, I love, been, love my scaries. This would have been a great Halloween episode. Well, there, it, it actually would yeah. have been a great Halloween episode. See, this is the thing is like we, we, you know how we always Google like good holiday episodes or good People Halloween episodes. This doesn't this show doesn't, up on any list, which it list. absolutely should. Yeah. This is like, um, yeah, this is I creepy. I have to be honest. I think this may be one of my favorite episodes of all time. It, it really, the vibes, the, the tone is like completely different from every other Voyager episode that I've watched. And For watching sure. Picardo get to be fucking this like evil maniac and this like this odd like uh, outpost, the lodge on this this strange planet 
was so cool. And like, I feel like I never, I don't know, the vibes were just totally different and I loved it. It, it honestly made me think of, um, what was the episode we did a couple weeks ago? Facets, uh, when Renee Abergenois got to be Curzoto. Um, yeah. where he got to be something yeah. just completely different and out of character yeah. where Picardo got to do the same thing. Now, of course it's completely like the, the out of character was completely different, but mm -hmm. just somebody who is the doctor is quintessentially the doctor for basically yeah. the whole show. And mm -hmm. he got to be something so, so different and he did it in such an amazing way. I, so I really loved good. it. Yeah. He's so good. I was like, I, w I know this is a bad guy, but I want to see this guy more often. <laughs> I, I want to have like crazy uh fucked up subroutine doctor who's yeah. like so good at what he does <laughs> that they have to tolerate all of his just completely insane like personality switches yeah like dr schmollis and mr hyde like that yeah. kind of thing yeah. <laughs> dr schmollis and mr hyde schmollis <laughs> and hyde i do think that they like it would have been interesting if if yeah like you said that there's an advantage to this mm -hmm. doctor or it's kind of like how esri has the personality Duran. of um yeah. Duran, the serial mm -hmm. killer, and she yeah, solves the murder mystery with him. Can... Like just having this doctor around is like, hey, doctor, we need you, you to be your evil doctor. Evil doctor, doctor for a while. We need to harvest some organs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your ethical subroutines. Ne Neelix's Kess lung is dying. We need some new lungs. Can you go? <laughs> we need some new lungs. Let's, let's find us some <laughs> lung. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really, I agree with you, Dylan. Uh, apparently the original draft of the script too was even more yes. intense. Uh, so Michael Piller, who I think was like a story editor or co-show runner, wrote a strong memo. He said, if you guys shoot it like this, I'm going to take my name off this episode. Uh, after the Minoski recounted, it made us reconsider doubts that we'd had. Michael's argument was that you got a sense that the after the episode was done and the doctor was back to normal. That's somewhere in the doctor was this yes. horrible, dirty old man who was just waiting to get his yeah. hands on Kess. There's almost no way to erase that. That's probably why Picardo was so disappointed when we ended up not going that route because he really loved the SNM doctor, as you like to call with those, it. With those pupils in, with those contacts in, and the, those oh my God. The oh, fake yeah. teeth and the, the shark yes, eyes. The, oh. yeah. the teeth in. Oh, man. He, and he sold it, too. It was so good. <laughs> I, I I completely understand. Like I totally understand being like, we cannot have this creepy old man within him forever, <laughs> but I'm really bummed that it didn't. They didn't let it slip by because that would have been incredible. <clears throat> Apparently, one of the early drafts too. We'll talk about this in more detail later. But the holodeck scene with all the, you know, the mm -hmm. his experiments was originally like him doing that kind of thing with Kess, like just like oh, a thousand Kesses. So would've that been would have been dark. a yeah. little that much, <laughs> pretty. Yeah, it would have been a little... And he says something like, I just want to get to know you better. Oof. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that they... But I do think they could have pushed more in that holodeck sequence. Uh, I just wanted to see how fucked up his how fucked fucking subroutines sub got. <laughs> uh, I didn't... But I guess it's UPN yeah. in the 90s, so did you Did you guys... Sorry, this is kind of off. Off. It's not off, but did you guys know that um, Brandon Braga and Joe Manowski are producers on the Orville? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. They're, yeah, th that's why those shows the are basically like, yeah, TNG nineties Trek today. And Joe Manowski's an yeah. executive producer for All Mankind, also. 
They're just like yeah. all the homies and, uh, making space stuff. N- N- Narin, oh my God, Shankar mm-hmm. is also on For Damn. All Mankind. He He's the guy who like was... Um, Schweiz, he did the Schweitzer episode, uh, Heroes and I gotta Demons, watch that show. Ricardo is also on the Orville. He is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm just getting deep into the IMDb. No, all uh, good. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's a good show. I think recently Asub's asked on our Discord, which you should check out if you like to mm-hmm. chat about Star Trek stuff, alternative shows to watch in lieu of... You know, like during the few dry spells of Star Trek that we have nowadays. Yeah, the few dry <laughs> spells. It, um, and I, for all mankind made the list, Orville made the list, mm-hmm. I think, right? I mean, definitely Orville's an obvious one for sure. The guy uh, the guy who was yeah, just, <clears throat> talking about the Star Trek cruise last night, who was kind of testing me, he was the editor for Netflix's Lost in Space. Um, oh. And he said oh, like he show. said it was good. He said he purposely it's doesn't good. work on Star Trek because he doesn't want to see how the sausage is made. Um, uh, but he yeah, said, but he that. likes to do sci-fi stuff. So and he did Lost in Space. So I I haven't watched it, but I'm gonna check it out too because he Lost seems in like, Space is really good. He I seems like a nice guy. So yeah. I like that yeah. one a lot. Lost in Space is really sweet. It, it has a very. It definitely goes back to the '60s version of like it's all about this smart fan like they're very much yeah. like a star yeah. Trek he said they, they were specifically well, trying because it's, like, it's, it's the robinson they were specifically face, trying to remake right? the 60s yeah. version of it yeah yeah it's they yeah it's very good. um yeah it was interesting to think of lost in space because like it itself is a reimagining like the 60s version 60s version is a reimagining of what is it the robinson swiss family, family robinson, robinson. Swiss spectacular family robinson. swiss yeah. family robinson yeah. in space and then that's like remade in the 90s for that wonderful uh yeah. gary oldman and uh matt leblanc that, like, vehicle monkey thing that literally freddie is freddie prince in so. it too what? it's very 90s vibes and then yeah. remade again but I, I liked I liked the most recent version. I didn't watch the second yeah. or third season. I think he worked on all three me. seasons. So yeah, that's Incredible. awesome. Yeah, I got so much stuff to watch today. Wow, I'm gonna Just watch too much stuff. The the Howling, and for some reason, uh, this show called Salem that Brendan Braga. Made. I'm just gonna watch. It's <laughs> some shitty like WGN America show about the Salem witch trials. Yes, please. Wow. <laughs> incredible uh let's see here i don't have any more oh the other thing i want to note is how dylan i think you might like this the way that picardo holds his body when he's evil doctor is like the north man from northman amulet you know what i'm talking about when he's like (laughs) berserking (laughs) if you guys want to see uh an insane movie. Northern. Check out Northman, man. I love that. If you like, if you like, if you like Scars, going Scarred, nuts, absolutely insane, going absolutely nuts. Oh man! Uh, or if you like Hamlet, but wish it were way more violent and like its tradition, like oh, the original story on. probably was. It's not Shakespearean. I'm, I was it's just kidding. The, all the parts yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, I like Scars. Okay. I like Scars. You know, he's gorgeous. Yeah, well, there's spoiler alert. A lot of um, you, you don't see get to see them, his dick, so. which is actually not cool. Which is unfortunate. Like, speaking of white lotus, the original intention. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you see his dick in that one? You get to see that prosthetic yeah, in, in that a, one. Yeah, 
Not Skarsgård's. Oh, you get to see uh, uh what's Theo, his name? Theo James. Oh no, I was thinking of uh, uh, Steve Zahn's in engorged balls. Oh, I don't yeah, think that's those right. are real those balls. Giant balls. In the first season. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so good. Okay. Uh, the so only other good. thing that I had to say uh, was. Uh, when Gandhi is just wiling out in the holodeck. Well, we're going to talk about it in the holodeck, aren't we? We're going to talk about it in the holodeck. Yeah, we can talk about that in the holodeck. I just... Somebody who is... When Seven and I joins the show, I forget that Kes exists. Um, <laughs> not going to lie. It's such a one-to-one yeah. replacement. It is. Even the do. clothes that she wears, the like the the like um, velvet suits that she wears, it's like yeah. literally one-to-one. The ending was very sweet. I I was touched like when the doctor and Kess like have their little moment, and I was like, mm-hmm. Kess makes me feel nothing usually, and I, f- I felt something there. It was very sweet. Um, yeah. And the doctor like t- doing his reaffirmation of the Hippocratic Oath, very campy, very goofy, but uh, I still yeah. I felt something because I love the doctor. The doctor is my favorite doctor in all of Trek, um, yeah. and so I really liked it. Um, and so. It's a really nice way to end the episode of like him being like, I have to make an intentional reaffirmation right. of this. Yeah. Thing and I can't just go fucking me. around in yeah. my program. Like Bellana Bellana yeah, responsibility yeah. there. I think it also hit so hard for me because it it's one of the few Star Trek episodes that's like good versus evil, which is like really fun. It's not like the way that life is, but it's fun watching it when he's just like there's e- there's it's good versus evil and like you can overcome the evil which i you don't get very often in star trek so i i kind of enjoyed that a lot we uh we actually just watched mark and i just watched star trek beyond the other day because oh, he'd never seen it's it. great so I, like <gasps> did you and, like it i loved it yeah it's, oh my god yeah it's so good it's it's great um but it also spoiler for that movie i haven't seen it that ending, Ugh. which we've already talked about, Dylan, it's just like it's so clearly designed for Edison slash Idris Elba's character yeah. to realize, like, to turn to back redeemed. to good yeah. in the last me. second, and to be, re- and they just yeah. miss it. It's just so that movie is so good, and then it just gets totally. The thing was, you can still have him die. They do that with characters all the time. Yeah, he should. Just have him come to Jesus. Right. That's (laughs) It's the Spider-Man 2 ending. That's literally why, that's where the thing comes, the come to Jesus moments that in those religious movies, people, the bad guy literally like redeems himself at the end and then immediately dies. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it would have been great. Anyways, so I do like the, I'd like it when Star Trek deals with those things. It, anyway, uh, they also had the um, the Star Trek 09 moment when they were they jumped off Picardo and uh, Kiss jumped off the uh, the cliff, <laughs> <laughs> the ledge. We didn't even talk about that. We we haven't really talked about what happened in the episode <laughs> <No>. much. <laughs> We haven't talked about the fact that the doctor Mur- tries to murder <laughs> Fuckboy yeah. for all of us. He's just like, this guy sucks. Honestly. In, in his defense. He does suck. I get he it. He does suck. I, I wanted to punch him off the ravine too. I mean. What's annoying to me though is that he's not better at killing because he could just easily have, you know, I know he's trying to make it look like an accident. Could have just like, Put it. Put a paralytic. Or I, yeah, exactly. Like I it's don't a know what, push him off why the he had to. Situation. Wouldn't it's, 
how did the guy not die? I thought he was off the dead. I absolutely <laughs> thought. He's like cliffs aren't real. Cliffs are bullshit. I don't. You can't die wouldn't, from a cliff. Wouldn't the transporter chief had to have beamed the doctor down twice, <laughs> or was it Lieutenant Williams just being like, "Don't worry, buddy, I got you." <laughs> hey man, I can't. I can't say yeah, anything. I'm, the doctor's like, "You don't test." Like, trust don't me, buddy. I don't. You tell. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. <laughs> I got you. My lips are sealed, <laughs> my friend. Went, say no more, my friend. Say no. Well, because more. when the doctor and Kess trans. Transported down. Everyone knew immediately. Everyone immediately. was like, everyone was like, "There's an unauthorized transport down to the down to the planet." It's like, well, <laughs> the doctor already went down twice, so. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> plot hole that we just will let go. I guess he can beam himself from anywhere. Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> Subroutines. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, he's also trying to escape off of Voyager because he doesn't like human fleshy people. I don't. Yeah, yeah that like, wasn't very clear. Not a. Clear I thought he was just trying to escape, thing. like the doctor's legacy, the doctor's responsibilities. Maybe I don't know. Mm. Not clear. Um, also, we've established that in order to um, sleep with somebody from off-world, you need permission. And you need a, really? Oh, you're right. That's true. I don't know if Kess had um, permission to make Ocampa McCall babies. Okay, that's okay. That's fair then. If everybody's up in her business, they're probably like, "You didn't get permission to fuck." We you ha- you we all have had to get permission to to have sex outside of the ship, and we know the doctor would not have given it. No, absolutely not. No, he would have been he would have been unethical. Yeah. About Can you get it. permission afterwards? Like, Can you be like, hey. It just happened. I couldn't like call you and be like, "Hey, can I have a permission slip? We're about to have sex." Like Zahir was being such a dick. He just swept me right off my feet. <laughs> he swept me right off my feet. He was so dull and uninteresting. I just had to go. But you know what? It. He had a ship, and uh, so we fucked all. I, of that I bet it happens all the time where somebody like does do it, and then they go to the doctor and like, "Hey, can I get a permit permission slip?" And the doctor's like, "No," and they're like, "Oh, okay, no problem." Um, I'm gonna need some tests done. Um, can we schedule an appointment in a month and just do some tests? Just, just not some related routine, to this. Uh, but scans. Oh, okay. Not, not no a problem. Big problem. Can I get one of those little cups for some urine testing? Hey, I feel an unrelated burning. Can you? I was wondering, check do you have that? any self tests? Uh, just in case, just in case, like something happens. Just uh, you know, just, just in case. Just to know. Okay. okay. All right. You want to pop, pop in, in the in archives? archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. McCall, Pert, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty great, honestly. That's good to hear. Uh, I'm a little thrown off, to be honest. Why? Uh, well, I just went to see the doctor and he's acting very strange. Really? I mean, yeah, that's not, nothing new. He's, you know, kind of always been that way, huh? I was there like yesterday, and he was fine. Yeah, no, he's he's acting extremely strangely. He's very, I don't know, to the point, professional. He's 
none of the, like the creepy stuff he says. He's just like very clear. I don't know how else to describe it. He's he's just a, being a normal doctor. Like something happened to I mean, him. That's how he normally he's always normally is. a normal doctor. Yeah. I mean, he can be a little snarky sometimes, but he's he's always yeah. a normal doctor. Yeah, but he didn't say anything like weird about my body. He didn't say. You know, like stuff about fleshy people well, or like killing me. What would if he I say weird about he said your- if I, like he used to be like if you don't take this medication, you know, I'm going to I'll find you and I'll harvest your organs, that kind of stuff. Is I'm sorry, what is that? What he normally says to you? Yeah, like, come on, he, he didn't talk no. to you guys like that. Absolutely he would always not. be like, oh, if it isn't my third favorite Vulcan on this ship. Stuff like that. He, he he would, and then he he he'd be like, "Let me see, live long weird. and prosper. You'll be lucky if you do one of those things." I was like, "What are you talking? Jeez." And anyways, that but I, I thought he was like that was him. You know, that was like his silly grumpy vibe. But now he's just all like, "Please state the nature of your medical emergency." And it's like, okay, uh, that's a really good impression. You, you did a good. I've been good working on my human impressions a lot, or even holographic yeah, ones. That was that was pretty good. Uh, so wait, he's been he usually is treats you like really terribly. All yeah, the but time? I mean, like it's the doctor. You know, that's how he treats everybody. I thought that's, that is not how he. Yeah, treats no, everybody. that's not how he treats me. He usually treats me like pretty respectfully. Yeah, same. I mean, he's kind of a little shithead sometimes, but not in that way. He's not like evil. This sounds like pure evil. Well, that's what he's been like for me. I get. I'm telling you, for like years since three wow. years. For years. Yeah, since we've been oh, on yeah. this thing. No, but you've never seen any other side. Uh, this of is him. the only side that I ever knew of him, and now it's just gone. And now he's talking to me like he's kind of boring, to be honest. Like his mouth is like normal. You know, he you know how he used to have that underbite where he just would go like, and he like hunch over. I don't know who you're I'm describing. Just describing right? the doctor. It sounds like you're talking about like a Klingon. No, what, it's what a doctor. Yeah. You know, and the, like the big old pupils; those are gone. Is like a betazoid now? What What the hell? Uh, am yeah. I taking uh, Vulcan illogic pills? Um, maybe. maybe. Did he prescribe those to no, you? No, it's an expression. Yeah. Vulcan illogical pills. It's it, Oh, like crazy. It might human, crazy, crazy pills. Oh. Call it crazy. Like, Vulcan uh, illogical pills. Okay. Am I taking Vulcan illogical pills is a wild... <laughs> Wild figure of speech. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's it's from the it's from the human crazy pills, but we made it Vulcan, so it's it it does not really quite roll off the tongue. It doesn't translate well into Bajoran, I guess. I just don't really. Right. So wait. Speaking yeah, of which, speaking of Bajorans. So I don't know if you've seen Kess walking around with that Zahir guy. Yeah, I didn't know we had but, more than one oh, Bajoran yeah, on I the have. ship. So they do look kind of like us. Well, Zahir has a brother named Zamir. Zamir. And are they all named like that? I, I don't I've only met two of them. And oh. this is the only the other one I met. But Zamir and I have been talking and these people I, I can't who knows if we'll make it back to the to the Alpha right. Quadrant. These people are pretty great. And Zamir has said I should stay with him. What do you guys think? What do you mean these people are pretty great? I I don't see any redeeming qualities. They're coolest guys. They're basically Yeah, that guy's kind of an ass. Yeah. They're basically it's this is basically Bejor too. Did you see their noses? They basically look just like me. I mean, I I felt yeah. that, but I was like, wait, where's the earring? No earring, not a Bejoran. No so. earring. Okay, well. Yeah. They're not very nice either. The the guy that Kes has been dating, I, I was at lunch the other day. I was telling I was telling uh <clears throat> 
little peck of story about uh, basically how my parents died and like the big, huge like explosion. And that he just came in and, and interrupted you in the middle of the aliens. story. Yeah, and he was just like, "That's not real, dude. You're fucking dumb." Like he said those words. Yeah, to that's me. so. And Kess was just like, Kess just laughed and smiled and like she she like put her her hands honestly, on his chest and everything. Honestly, sounds weird. like a great guy. So Zamir, what? Zamir and I, we've been okay. talking, and it's only been like two days, yeah, but been in orbit he's asked it. me to leave the ship, and he and he's with his people. Know, I'm, I'm thinking about taking him up on it. He's got he's got his own ship. It only has one seat. So okay. I would have to either sit in the back with the cargo or on his lap. Boy, but huh? I mean, that sounds hot. I've done it before. I, I, can I ask you? Do you think our ships on Bajor had more than one well, seat? Not, especially no, not the rebel don't. ones. Uh, yeah, I do have a question though. Like, I call what? What do you see? Like, what is the name of this species again? So here's where it gets weird. They're called the McCall. Are you sure this isn't some weird, like, so narcissistic be- by accident sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, you want to, like, date yourself or something? S- I, I wouldn't li- be lying. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't check off a few boxes. I'm getting kind of bored here on Voyager. Right. Um, I, only, so much going on. I only joined um, because I was gunning for a position on Deep Space Nine. Right. Um, and but I we were going after some maquis and so I was just like hey I'll I'll come and I hopped on Voyager and then we just disappeared. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, this place is kind of perfect. What is I don't to be honest. I'll, I'll let me do some what is called real talk uh, with you, McCall. And I just don't see any redeeming factor in any of these people, except for maybe that cool yeah, bartender guy who tells those great stories. But all, that but he's like awesome. a pariah in their culture. Everybody's mm. always shutting him down. Yeah, it's mm. weird. He's kind of a douche. What? What? Do you, I don't understand. He tells good stories. Zamir, Zamir told me um, that like their culture values like super bland, boring people. That's why you'd actually that's you'd why. actually do pretty well here, um, Bert. You do you do pretty well. Excuse me. I think that is a dig. Did you, did you just dig, Bert? Did you did you say that I'm boring? What? No. That's what you just Pert, said. What is by the way? What is with like this camping gear and ration pile that you've got here? I don't understand. It's <clears throat> they're my rations. I I I'm I'm. I've been hanging out with Gandhi a lot in the uh-huh. holodeck, and he's been teaching me his ways of uh, abstinence and peace. It's so, hard, guys. So what, you're rationing? Like, are you living a, a more ascetic lifestyle or something? Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah what's I've with the robes? My, I've given up my quarters. Uh, I'm sleeping in the hallways, um, and I'm just trying to do, like, Wait, breathing. Give- I haven't had sex in, like, six months. How, how long have uh, you been doing this? Just, with Gandhi, about six months. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't had sex I, except. Well, no. I mean, we've seen each other naked, me and Gandhi. We haven't done anything though, so I don't know if I would consider that sex. He keeps saying that we keep doing these strange exercises yeah. that he doesn't consider as sex. Yeah. But, that sounds like Gandhi, uh, to be honest. For everything I've read about him in historical records, he was kind of weird that way. Yeah, he would do that yeah. kind of shit. But uh, it's really been helping. It's been helping my focus. I've been really focused what? on uh Why are you things. all wet? Yeah. 
Oh, ooh, yes. This is something like your that nipples God, are poking right through that robe. Yeah, that robe. Yeah, yeah. He taught me. This is actually the other day. He asked me to get into a cold bath, an ice cold bath, yeah. with him. With uh, him to yeah to suppress our sexual did urges. He do, did he do foot stuff with you though by accident? He did foot stuff yeah, with me. That's yeah, Gandhi. But it, but it wasn't sexual. Well, it was like a, a healing practice. Um, are you? Yeah. I, I, I would do a little bit more research about Gandhi because I don't know if he's the best person to talk to about this stuff. I mean, he talked a big talk, but um, well, I, I'm I'm liking it so far. Right. Uh, I'm definitely I'm not horny at all, which is. I mean, it's a it's a great excuse to for like the lack of action you've been having. So, but well, that's not. Okay. Are you sure? Uh, I'm feeling attacked by both of you right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't mean uh, it as an attack. Well, it seems. It seems and when you like said it. you gave up your quarters, like that makes sense. I thought you had just been transferred to a different shift, but like there is a lot more space in the quarters that we share now. So that is that is nice. I do. We do. Yeah, you didn't even notice that I was gone. You had well, no again, idea. I, I that assumed I was gone. you were on a different shift or something. I'm gonna. I gotta go. Gandhi has planned this whole night for us. Um, my past self would think it was oddly romantic, but now that I'm, I've been enlightened, I've seen yeah. that romance isn't real, and it's actually just um, a display of affection is in it, a non-sexual way. Is there gonna be another bath involved? Lot. Yes. It's multiple just baths. Very bath heavy. Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's. Yeah. There's a lot of baths. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, feel like I haven't taken a them. bath since I was a little kid. There's nothing wrong with baths. I think you guys are just hypersexualizing baths. I mean, I use, sonic, I use a sonic shower. I don't really need baths. I, I do a sonic bath every once in a while. Have you ever done a sonic bath, McCall? Have you? How does that work? Well, it just it's like a sonic shower, but you lie down and you just lie in the... <laughs> so you just lie down in the sonic shower and that's a sonic bath? Yeah, it's, it's nice, though. Like, it's kind of relaxing and you get a lot of the benefits of a sonic... Uh, of a regular bath without all the water. So, you guys should try a real bath. Yeah, well, I'm not, so not really going to go do a bath with you and Gandhi. Actually, do, do you have a bath program? Maybe me and Zamir can meet up later. No, but it's not sexual. It's not for sexual things. Well, what if I want to use it for sexual things? You're not allowed. It it's buffer. not for Just sex. Just do it buffer I like everybody else, McCall. I literally worked with... I literally got permission from the doctor like I'm supposed to. And yeah, and he was acting. Wait. he was acting totally normally yesterday. Hold on, he gave you permission to fuck outside the ship. Yeah, that's. I went through the normal was channels. He hunched over, oh my god! Or was he like? He was. He was doing this thing with his hands where he was like rubbing them. Yeah, no, like evilly. That's the doctor. That's the doctor I know. Oh, okay. Wait, he ne- he's never given me permission to fuck outside the ship. Is that that's why you're hanging why out with Gandhi? Yeah, that's the th- yes, that's the reason. Because I'm you're, trying, you're to- trying to find a reason for to be an incel. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to stay abstinent because the doctor won't <laughs> let me fuck. Are you telling me I, that he's given out free fuck passes? They're not free. Yeah, you have to pay. A you just have to. You have to go at the right time. Just go at the right time. Just check his eyes. If they have okay. little white things around him, that's when he gives them out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this this doctor you're talking about, Lopec, yeah. he's the one who gives out the. I guess. The I, fuck I, I don't know. I, to me, it was always the same. We, you know what? We've been talking about this too long. Uh, I am going to go to the Paxau Resort and I'm going to continue playing Calto with Tapau because that's, she's the only person on this ship that can be close to competing with me. So I'm going to the holodeck. Uh, I, do I not, gotta, hey, yeah. if this is the last time I see you, McCall, 
you know, live long and prosper and all that. Thanks. I'm headed to transport room three. Uh, the lieutenant in yeah. there says say no more. some buffer time, yeah. some no, buffer time no with Zamir. I'm, I'm down. I'm going to hall deck. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they all bang. Good. They Good. all they bang. They all bang. <laughs> <sighs> mm, let's, uh, right. let's let's rate this puppy. Let's rank it. Let's rate so it. The, baby. the holodex. It's the Paxhow Resort like three times. The first time is a regular ish scene where the doctor is showing off his personal his. The personalities that he's stealing personality from. By the way, this yes. whole thing is uh, perfectly timed as a commentary on AI art. The doctor is AI <laughs> art. Like, he cannot be a unique thing. He, he always steals from the past. He's always taking. Yeah, he's always oh taking, God. but he's not iterating, creating a new thing. And I, I mean, the, uh, I'd love for somebody I mean, to write an essay about this. AI art is uh, how like the doctor is AI art. Uh, and it is an example of how that works. Like, because uh, yeah, he's just like, well, he, as always, he's like, who are the greatest people in history? I will take the bits of them that I like the best and turn them into and me. Turn them into me because I'm the greatest person in the universe. And then scene two is evil doctor going in <sighs> and just like seeing everybody around. Is he seeing them? Because nothing really happens in scene two. No. But in scene three, yeah, that's Gandhi's the, wild out. Just true. Scene three is the carnage. The, yes. the carnage scene. Possessed Gandhi, straight up, just possessed. <laughs> Socrates is cut in half on the I floor. Love that. I love that. That he's hollow. Oh, it's so good. We should do mm -hmm. a little bit. I'll just give a little bit of a guest star shout out. Noel de Souza played Gandhi, and I had to look this up because I was like. Did they cast, is this like a Ben Kingsley situation or did they find somebody who's actually <laughs> Indian? Can we talk about the Ben Kingsley situation? Has anybody ever just like pointed that out yet? Or is everybody just still like, yeah, whatever. It was the 80s. I think people pointed it out. <laughs> okay. They definitely it's fucking it weird. Out. <laughs> okay. That yeah. I we, they were just like, we'll do a movie about Gandhi. We'll get a British guy to play Gandhi. <laughs> And everybody was like, yeah, I see no problems yeah. in a British guy playing Gandhi. Yeah, it sounds good. Insane. <laughs> 80s were wild, man. That always rubbed me the wrong way. Even as a child, I was like, this is weird. It doesn't seem to fit. It's bizarre. <laughs> a weird choice. Well, we, Continue. Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise is the last samurai. I mean, let's... That's a white savior movie, though. Yeah, it, he's, he's not, not playing, playing a Japanese person. That's yeah, he's not playing a Japanese person. <laughs> yeah, in in Tom Cruise's defense, uh, it's a different kind of of racially a terrible uh, movie. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's of the Dances with Wolves variety, not not yeah. the uh, the Gandhi variety. Uh, yeah, pretty nuts. But yeah, Noel D'Souza is British Indian, and he's still alive. He's ninety six. There you go. So at least there's that. At least he's. Ethnically Indian. Uh, Christopher Clark played Lord Byron. So uh, those are the big ones I wanted to. I don't know who played Tapao or Socrates. Betty Matsushista. So it's interesting that Tapao is, I guess, Japanese or Asian. That sounds like Japanese name, though. Uh, 
Whereas in the Enterprise, she's a white lady. So you know what? That's inappropriate. <laughs> they changed the Vulcan race of T'Pau in Enterprise. And she's also in the, the original series. But I don't remember who played her in the original series. Wasn't she? She was in the Ponfar episode. Was she in Spock's Ponfar episode? Was she? Ponfarn. T'Pau. Because I think she was the judge in... Or maybe not. Oh, there's a band called T'Pau, by the way. That's pretty nuts. T'Pau. Yeah. Yeah, a muck time. She was she in a muck, a muck time. time. Uh, nuts. Yeah, she's just like super old Asian lady in, in this Voyager episode. But uh, she's a little cutie in Enterprise. Yeah, I remember her character in Enterprise. I just watched that arc recently. Okay. Dialogue. Um, Thank you, Lord Byron. I just, I mean, nothing really happens. The dialogue, um, the Lord Byron, um, Gandhi disagreement where Gandhi's like, you should take a cold bath. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, the doctor, when he was destroying the, the holograms, when he was, um, Hyde doctor and he was destroying the holograms, I wrote down automatons, mannequin simulacra, no secrets to reveal. I, it's so over the top, like I'm going crazy. Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, just letting him be his evil self. You want to get away from him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll give it a, a three because I, I did think there were some like little funny bits, but more on the camp end, which I'm going to give points for in the camp end. Yeah, same. Dylan? I'm going to go two and a half. Okay. <clears throat> romance? No no romance here. No. Except for Gandhi. They were talking. Gandhi's matching on, on uh, that, that blue bikini lady in the background. Do you see that? <laughs> Gandhi's suppressing his urges. Yeah. God. Um, they were talking, love, but yeah, not really. I'm gonna, There's no one to give it a zero. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Goose egg. Action. I think headbanging Gandhi is worth at least two points. <laughs> That's Gandhi. Yeah. Spinning around and around and around. Um yeah, I agree. Two points. I'm gonna say three. For cut in half uh him, and him actively him actively like doing shit to Byron's Lord head. Byron's yeah. Brain. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of Hannibal. Have you guys seen Hannibal? I know you haven't, Mark. Certainly mm, no, you haven't. Yeah. No. Oh, you haven't seen it? Dylan. I've heard it's great. You gotta no, see I, it. I know. It's it I know, I that know. is a camp classic. Ridley Scott was like, I'm making a camp movie. And people didn't like it because they thought they were gonna see Science of the Lambs too. <laughs> but it it is it is a blast. Anyways, I guess I can't make the reference that I wanted to make. So NVM. Suspense. Uh I guess when Kess goes in and sees like it is hearing a doctor talk to himself or like what's going on with this doctor situation maybe like a one and a half for me mm. we know that he's nuts yeah yeah I'm one Dylan I'm gonna go with the one also. one and one camp I do have to give it a five here personally five. Oh, big five huge five 
Yeah. Gandhi wiling out. Yeah. Yeah. The the hollow Socrates cut in half on the floor still breathing. Great stuff. Um, yeah. To pile playing Calto with Socrates. Yeah, the two of them playing Calto is amazing. I love that they get a lot of mileage out of Calto in this. Uh, so yeah, it's a five for me. Party Gandhi alone. Just yeah, his head just going crazy. <laughs> and the stakes. Stakes are high. Are they? Are the stakes high? The doctor's program could be lost. You guys always talk about how, oh, is anybody's life at stake? The doctor's program could be lost. Plus, Balana is still in sick bay. um, And he, we don't, it's, yes, she's not on the holodeck, but he's paralyzed her to the point where nobody knows what's happened to her. And so if the doctor is lost, then Balana is also lost. So her life is at stake as well. You don't think Tom could, could figure it out? No, Tom's an, he's no. got Tom's a, a, a he's a makeshift nurse. He is not hey, he, he has very little nurses. medical don't talk training. Down nurses. No, I'm not talking <laughs> down nurses. I'm Ouch, saying uh-oh. I'm saying he wasn't even trained to be a nurse until they were lost in the Delta Quadrant. What about Kess? I guess she's kidnapped. Yeah. She's with she's with the doctor. So that's why I'm saying Bolana's life is also at stake, even though she's not at stake on the holodeck. She's at stake because if the doctor's lost, then Bolana is also lost. This is such a diversion, but I have to I have to throw out there. Couldn't they just there's gotta be a, a an a canon reason why they can't do this, but like just project the doctor multiple times like Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen <laughs> and just like have like five doctors, like, you know, in a, in an emergency situation, like that makes sense. We need more yeah. than one doctor. It must be like the hollow projectors can only handle one or like something like that. Well, in after when they're making the new in author, author at the end of author, author, when they go to the planet or where they're the, mining the doctors, asteroid. the mining one, there's like a hundred of them there. Right. Isn't that well, we talked about when, when that happened, I was like, is this economically, does it make sense to have to set up all these hollow projectors to have a mining? <laughs> Absolutely. Not. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyways, I'll give it a three for stakes. Because the doctor could die I, and Kess is kidnapped. I say four. Four from Mark. Dylan? Um, I'm going to go with a four. Mm, three and a half. 3.5. Computer, what's our final score? Calculating. 2.48. Another middle right of the road the Voyager middle, it's actually like the worst performing of the recent ones besides before and after. It's unfortunate because all the good episodes kind of have dog shit holodeck content. They really do. It's Pax out. Yeah. Pax out. Just, they just need to get off the Pax out train, man. Well, that was uh, that concludes our holiday stretch for Voyager. We're not doing Voyager. I'm yeah, not doing no a Voyager fucking Voyager. Week. Let's do Prodigy. They this most recent episode was a holodeck episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was a great holodeck it episode. Good. Would it mess? But Dylan yeah. and Darius haven't watched it, have they? It's okay. Well, well but cool. we've done it. Is it is it is it serialized and it sucks? Well, it's, it's not. It doesn't suck. It's actually really good. Like the second half well, of no, the first not season. That it sucks. I'm just saying. Is it? Does it suck to watch that? It would order? spoil a little bit. 
Okay. But not a ton. This is kind of a filler episode. This holodeck episode was kind of a filler episode. But a good filler episode. Yeah, but a great filler episode. Um, uh, Or we could do Lord Dex. I mean, you guys aren't caught up on that either. You could do a movie. We haven't done a movie. I've not got time to do a movie. We don't have time to do a movie. What about the Lower Decks... Um, the one about what is it? Star Trek Three Lower Decks episode. The what? The sequel. The sequel to Crisis the movie. Point two. That, Crisis Point Two. That'd be fun. That one. Can, yeah, that one standalone. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that one's standalone. Crisis Point. Because because y'all did Crisis Point, right? We did. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Crisis Point to Paradoxes. So we'll do that. It it is in season three of uh, Lord X. X. Cool. That'll be fun. Cool. Hell yeah, dudes. <clears throat> Incredible. <clears throat> well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, as always, if you like the show, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Uh, and the best thing you can do for us is to share the podcast with a friend or a random stranger who also likes Star Trek. It's really and the if best you thing. Really, if you really, really like the pod- podcast, you can donate to our coffee. It keeps the lights on, pays for the Zoom, pays for. That's about it, uh, <laughs> because that's all. That's the the the, <laughs> the 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 other things we spend on this show are 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 valuable valuable time. Uh, which we like spending. So, we belong to an amazing, amazing network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Yeah, boy. Check out their other programming. They are really great. And uh, wait, have you guys said subscribe in Discord? I did. Um, I'll do the Discord now. Okay. Sorry. Uh, go check out our Discord. It's pretty cool. We talk about Trek there. We also do Wordles. We we talk about all kinds of stuff on that Discord. Memes. memes. I, that's what I mainly use it for is posting memes. some good memes, memes on I there. Like to, I like to post memes. Very good memes. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. And the intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with the permission of the Midwest Collective. Oh, I fucking nailed that. Fuck you, nice. Nice. Always, this is a fan podcast. We do this for fun. So, CBS, Viacom, Paramount Global, please leave us alone and get your shit in order. The app is terrible. Guys, here's the deal. If you fixed your app, I would fight for you in the the corporate wars. I would fight for you in the streets. Yeah, if you fixed your app... Uh, I'd also say this about HBO Max, but as we all know, that's going down the shitter real fast. So fast. Uh, so is Paramount Plus going to be the best streaming service here pretty soon? Possibly. <sighs> Possibly. Which is pretty what, nice. What have we done? Where have we... This is killing me, actually. Because <laughs> I remember when CBS All Access launched, everyone was like, fuck off. Just go away. Please stop. And now we're here. HBO may no longer be HBO. It's it's too bad because, like, they really have fantastic such content. They have the best content. Alrighty, okay, folks, and program. 
they can't end it themselves. We no, they have to turn off. They have to turn it off. <laughs> they turn off your Spotify or what Apple Podcast or whatever. Okay, yeah. And next, the, okay, and the program. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 